This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where personal spiritual growth is fueled through a variety of practices rather than a single prescriptive time of devotion, where we discuss different spiritual practices that help us be more present with God, others, and ourselves. What's going on, practitioners? What up? Here with a new prayer practice. That's right. We're going to be talking about prayer partners today. And if you came from Let's Talk yesterday... Uh-huh. You are fully prepared for this episode today because that is something that ha- should happen in true community. It is. It's also something that should be happening in your ripples. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's what they're designed for. All of these things are designed to take back to the community. Mm-hmm. Now, prayer partners is just one that depends on community upon the community. So let's talk about this. Clayton, have you ever had a prayer partner? Not exclusively. Okay. So I've had one. Um, We've been prayer partners on and off a few different times in our lives. Um, Is it the person that I think I'm thinking about? Probably so. Okay. A longtime friend of mine. Yep. Yep. So prayer partners do a few things. First and foremost, they keep you honest. Yep. They keep you praying. You hold each other accountable to your commitment to pray, whatever you're praying for, right? And you can... Excuse me. There are... Prayer partners pray for one another. They pray with one another. They pray for things going on in the world. They, They pray for all kinds of things. It's not... It doesn't have to be only a petitionary partnership. Yeah. Um, some pray the hours together. Like there, there are a lot, all the things we've talked about, you can do with a prayer partner. Yeah. Uh, and there's still more we're going to continue to talk about that you can also do with a prayer partner. So prayer partners keep you honest about praying. But prayer partners also help you hear the Lord because they see things from another perspective. Yeah. Uh, I kind of have a prayer partner right now. We haven't really talked about it, but we spend a lot of time talking and praying with and for one another. Um, So I guess it's kind of the equivalent. And constantly, because they always get my side of the story and what I feel like God is saying, they're always looking at it from their perspective too. And so they don't ever go, Hey man, I think you're wrong, but they often go, well, Hey man, if- I think you missed something. Yeah. I think there's more here that God's doing and saying than just this. Um, and then they'll walk out what they're seeing and feeling in the Lord. How about, you know? Maybe you're right. You might be right. You might be right. And it's in those moments, once again, that's community. Yep. But it's in those moments 
I don't know. It's it's almost like in those moments where you feel connected with God through this prayer that you feel wholly human. Mm. Like not H-O-L-Y holy, but holy. Like I'm a, I'm a whole person. Yeah. I'm wholly human in these moments because you're in such fellowship with God that you're hearing the voice of the Lord. That's the final thing that prayer partners can do. Not only do they keep you honest, keep you praying, not only do they see things from another perspective, but they can also listen for you. Because there are lots of times in my pain, in my hurt, in my trauma, in whatever, listening ain't easy. Listening is by far one of the hardest things to do when we pray. But it's a lot easier for me to listen for somebody else when I don't feel their pain to the same level of intensity. Well, and back to your holy human thing, this quote here by John Scott. Did you read it? Mm-mm. Men and women are at their noblest and best when they are on their knees before God in prayer. To pray is to not only to be truly godly, it is also to be truly human. Mm. Yeah, that's really fitting. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that. That. Yes. Yeah. End podcast. No. Yeah. <laughs> and and that combined with this idea of community. Yeah. And this what we were talking about yesterday about vulnerability. To have a yeah. true prayer partner. Yeah. You have to be vulnerable. Yeah. Because when you're praying, you have to show your humanness. Yeah. You have to show your faults straight up with God. And if you have a prayer partner, they're right there next to you while you're doing it. Straight up. Yeah. I remember the first time I had a prayer partner. um, I think I've talked about it on here before, but we met every day together Mm -hmm. and it started out and there were several people and then it just Just dwindled to dwindled to the two of us. And Now, I was at a different stage of life. He was at a different stage of life. If if somebody came to me today and was like, hey, could you be my prayer partner? And five days a week, we're going to go pray for four hours nonstop. I'd be like, bro, I consider being your prayer partner, but I, I can't give you four hours nonstop. Yeah. We were both single. Neither one of us had kids. It, it was a different ballgame. Well, a different world. Working at the same church together. Mm-mm. Not at that time. No, not at that this, time. This is before. Oh. He wasn't working, and I was working, but it was in the summer, so all I was doing was working. Mm. And so I had ample time. I see. And I remember that experience being so fruitful, not because we were praying together, there were times where it was like you could really feel that sense where two or more are gathered. Yeah. But that wasn't the thing that was consistently powerful. The thing that was consistently powerful is we would get in there and we'd start praying. And we'd just pray. We wouldn't really talk. 
we'd just start praying. And there would come a point, I don't know, somewhere in it, that like one of us would be done praying. Well, they would just sit down and like read the Bible or something. But we always had Bibles open and while flipping through while we're praying, whatever. So it wasn't like if you heard somebody flipping pages or whatever, it wasn't like out of place or anything. Right. And so you just keep praying until you were both done. And if one of you sat there for 45 minutes, you sat there for 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, because what we always did together never failed. The first thing we'd ask one another. What did God tell you? What do you feel like the Lord said? Those were the most powerful moments for me. Because we'd be praying independent of one another. And one of us go, what do you feel like the Lord said? We'd be like, you know, what it felt like the Lord said this? You go, crazy. I got the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, Okay. We're doing something here. That that confidence in hearing the voice of the Lord. Praying about something and then having two people hear the exact same thing. Yeah, so... That is a level of confidence in knowing what the Lord has said. Yeah. And, and uh, it's not exactly the same, but... You know where I'm going with this, but I'm going to try to figure out a way to say this without saying too much, but I'm going through something right now in my personal life, and repeatedly through this journey, I've said multiple times, like, I've been praying for this, and I just don't feel like I've gotten it. And... Finally, I just kind of broke down and was like, you know, I keep praying for this. I don't feel like I'm getting it. I don't feel like the Lord's doing what I'm asking him to do, which I think he should or he should do something else. He should he should be doing something. Now, really frustrated with it. And my dad, who largely disagrees with me about this whole thing, it goes, you know, that thing that you're talking about, I prayed about that too. I agree with you. The Lord's not doing that. He's doing something, but he's not doing that. And I'll be honest, before that moment, I was maybe partially doubting whether or not the Lord was still saying that to me or if it was just me and thinking it was a Lord. But when you get that vote of confidence from somebody else going, yeah, I hear the same thing, you go, it gives you the ability to walk with not a big head, but a little bit of swagger going, okay, God, what you got? What you up to? I got it. Like there's counsel in the wisdom of many, right? Like yep. when, when you've got that prayer partner that can come alongside you and go, hey, I got that too. I heard that. Yep. It gives you a new level of what you can walk through, what you can take, what what you can carry. Because mm. you've got that, that confidence like, yes, the Lord said this. Because that's... There's always times that you feel like you hear from the Lord 
and then you start, you get in the middle of it, and you're doing what God told you, but you get in the middle of it, and it's not going right, and you start thinking, did I hear wrong? Did God really say? Did God really say this? But whenever multiple wellhouse as an idea, mm-hmm. right? You've been thinking about this for a long time. Yeah. But we both started praying about it and started asking, like, is now the time? Like, mm-hmm. is this what's supposed to happen? And we both felt like God was saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. And here we are, yeah. right? It's, it hasn't been easy. We've had some struggles along the way. Yep. But never once did either of us go. Did God really say? <laughs> nope. We know that God wanted us to do this. Yep. Um, and we had other people come alongside us and go, yep, this is what God, we is agree saying. that this is what God is doing. Um, and it just made us feel more confident yeah. in doing God's will. Yeah. It's almost like I don't have a great metaphor, but It's almost like you walking up into the bar fight and you know you got your homies with them. And like, you ain't losing when you got the homies. Yeah, that's right? true. It's like, that's true. you just walk with a bit of confidence, like a little bit of extra swagger. It's like, I I've, know God said this. Yeah. And, and that's the deal. I can, I am confident that the reason the apostles and the people of the New Testament were able to endure some of the things they were able to endure Mm. is because they were confident in the voice of the Lord. We quit teaching people how to pray. Mm. And when we quit teaching people how to pray, they didn't know how to listen. Yeah. You want to know why we got a bunch of insecure Christians? Because they don't know how to pray. They don't know how to pray. They They don't know how to hear and listen to the voice of the Lord. I can endure a lot of crap when I'm confident that God is that doing the Lord something. has said, go, yep. go and do this. I can endure a whole lot. And back to the prayer partners thing. I can endure a whole lot when I got somebody else there that I know is praying with me and for me. Mm. Um, right. Once again, my Chris rock quote, two people can move a couch real easy. One, Virtually impossible. There's just something about having that prayer partner. Aside from the whole where two or more are gathered, I am with them. That's a very powerful thing. But just having that confidence of knowing, okay, this person's for me. This person, iron sharpens iron, right? This person wants what's best for me. And is taking initiative, sacrificing something to make sure that they're praying for me. And there is something to the the the, the kind of take side of that relationship. But there's also something to the give side, too. You are also that for someone else. And you have to remember that it is a partnership, yeah. right? It's not, you're here for me. Yeah. It's that you're here for me and I'm here for you. Yeah. Right. This is a give and take thing. Yeah. Um, I'm there to pray for you as much as you were there to pray for me. Yeah. Once again, I used this quote on Let's Talk yesterday, but I love it. I and I too. think it's fitting. I think it's fantastic. 
The quote says, when someone helps you while they're struggling too, that's not help, that's love. Yeah. That's a prayer partner. Yep. You're going to go through times, you're going to go through seasons where you and your prayer partner are both struggling. Yeah. Um, one of you, your marriage is falling apart. One of you lost your job. Mm. One of you are going through financial troubles. One of you are going through parenting troubles. Whatever the situation is, you're both always going to be going through something. Absolutely. You're going to go through seasons where you're both struggling. That's when you need a partner the most. Yep. It's not, it's not easy. Nobody's saying it's easy. But I think what we are saying is it's vital. Yeah, I think I think that's true. Um, now, um, this can be done in your covenant groups or your grip or your ripples if you're with us, right? Like, yep. Um, that's what they're designed for. That's exactly what they're designed for. Go to go to your covenant group. Be vulnerable. And pray for one another. Mm-hmm. Pray for one another. And then pray about other things, right? Um, pray for social things, you know, things that are going on in the world. Pray for Elijah Rising, our partner, and the work that they do in stopping human trafficking. Yeah. Um, pray for the things that you see that need prayer in your prayer partnerships. Pray for redemption for those close to you. Mm. Yeah. Look, I, I don't know if God works this way or not. I'll be honest. I don't. But sometimes I really do feel like God at times operates under a you have not because you ask not attitude i think that scripture kind of tells us that though in james i kind of yeah i kind of think so but at the same point there are lots of scriptures about god's gonna do what god wants to do kind of thing too so it's not it's not that's what i'm saying i'm not 100 confident that god works this way but i'm also not 100 confident that he doesn't exactly and you have not because you ask not is really interesting to me because I do think most Christians don't know how to pray. I do think most Christians don't see the value in prayer. Mm -hmm. And so we don't ask. Or we get into a habit of asking when things are really, really bad. Mm. And then we get out of those situations. We don't ask for anything again until things get really, really bad. Yep. I think that's true. Um, Yeah, I think that's true. And it's funny that we don't... Well, so, like, where do we point everybody to go to learn to pray? The Lord's Prayer. Okay. Where do most people say... If you need help in your prayer life, where do you go in scripture? The Psalms. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair. Right. Like, and we were talking about last week on Pints of Perspectives, the Bibles we hand out are Psalms in the New Testament. The old 
yeah, the old yeah, those pocket little Bibles. pocket Bibles yeah. that people hand out, right? Psalms in the New Testament. Psalms yeah. in the New Testament. We're literally giving people where we say that they should go to pray, but we don't teach them what to do with we it once they have it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's also why a prayer partner is good. Because if you're struggling with words and what to pray, they're praying too. Yeah, I think that's another thing that a prayer partner does. They help you pray. Well, they help you learn how to pray. Yeah. Because I pray one way. But then when I was in high school, I heard our uncle pray. Oh. And just like do his devotional time. We spent a few weeks together when I was in high school over the summer. And... the way he prays is just so different and like it influenced my prayers. And I feel yeah. like I'm a better prayer because of, because of that experience with Tim praying with my old prayer partner. He prays very different than I do. I feel like I'm a better prayer because I learned from him. I'm sure that goes both ways. It does. That's the point is no matter how experienced or inexperienced you are with prayer, you can always learn how to pray better. Yeah. You can always learn from someone who prays different than you. Whether you take it full on or not, it's still learning how to pray. Yeah. And your prayer partner, your accountability group, your covenant group, your ripple, your prayer partners are there to encourage, to show you how to pray, to hear for you when you can't hear for yourself and to speak for you when you can't speak for yourself.